You're listening to In the Studio with Michael Card. The session is made possible by our friends with the Christian Standard Bible. Learn about this new translation and the many ways you can enjoy the CSB. Explore online when you visit csbible.com. And welcome. This is In the Studio with Michael Card. Michael has been outside making snow angels. We're recording this in January, and you've got snow in Nashville, Michael. That's pretty (laughs) unusual, huh? We do. I mean, it's really beautiful. We're out in the country, and we got about seven inches. And yeah, you're used to that, though, in Chicago, (laughs) right? I don't know if I ever get used to it. Although, you know what? I love snow. You may know that. I I really love uh, wintertime and a good old-fashioned blizzard. Uh, nothing, yeah. nothing like getting snowed in, you know, but, uh, but yeah. seven inches in Nashville or in some places they got more than that. So I, I hope yeah. you guys are doing okay. We are. No, it's beautiful. Uh, my wife is in the, in the, by the fireplace, putting a puzzle together and, uh, it's very, well, paints a very idyllic yeah. here at my house. Yeah, that sounds wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's a long way from, uh, the winter here to Africa, but we have a wonderful note from a listener in Kenya who says, I'm writing from Kenya, Africa. As I was listening to the last podcast of this week, I realized again how blessed I've been to have come across your ministry, not just through your music, Michael, but also through the podcast teachings, which really have made a difference. As I listen to them each Tuesday morning on my way to work, I'm so edified and blessed. Some of them I have listened to three or four times. That comes from Pablo. Wow. All the way from Africa. That's incredible. (laughs) So nice to hear from listeners, yeah. regardless of where you live, and to know yeah. that uh, the Lord's using our little efforts here to encourage and, and bless you. So thank you, Pablo. Yeah, I appreciate so much um, people taking the time to let us know, and specifically what, what they find helpful and that kind right. of thing. Yeah, thank you, Pablo. Well, this week on the podcast, we are remembering Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., and we're going to look back in the archive, Denny Denson, the late Denny Denson, who joined us in the studio on this theme years ago. We're going to replay that in the second half of our conversation. Mm -hmm. And coming up in just a moment, we're going to hear from Kirk Whalum. But I want to mention our featured resource this month. It's a CSB Bible called Every Day with Jesus. Now, this was put together by a pastor by the name of Selwyn Hughes. I I know you didn't know him. He's now with the Lord. But do you know anything about him, Michael? Well, I I know he was Welsh, so that's good because my people were Welsh. uh, So I feel a kinship with him. Right. Uh, but I do know that um, he he brilliantly ties together uh, passages from the Hebrew Bible along with the New Testament, and 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 to have the benefit of the experience uh, and the maturity of someone like Selwyn Hughes to to put these devotions together, mm-hmm. it's a uh, it's it's pretty it's pretty special. Yeah, I agree. It's called Every Day with Jesus, and I'll have information later in the program how you get a discount on purchasing this CSB Bible through Lifeway, so stay tuned for that. But right now, before we hear from our guest, Kirk Whalem, he's going to join you on this song. Of course, is the world-renowned saxophonist. Uh, what will it take to keep you from Jesus? So here's Michael and our guest, Kirk Whalem. What will it take to keep you from Jesus, keep you from heeding His call? The simple excuse of a heart that is hard A reason that's nothing at all A 
There was a man who was owned by his money He was as rich as could be But deep in his heart was a voice that was crying Telling him he wasn't free When he questioned the master concerning his problem The answer took his breath away For his money had come to me more than his soul Forever would stand in his Take to keep you from Jesus, keep you from heeding his call. The simple excuse of a heart that is hard, a reason that's nothing at all. And how long before you stop with your reasons, take your defenses away? It's only a lie that keeps you from following, don't let it stand in your way. Are blocking the light and the way But the final decision to follow the Lord Will shatter and blow them away about Jesus, he knew that he longed to be whole. So with some of his friends he went seeking and found him, so many stood in their way. So they tore through the roof and they lowered him down, for nothing could keep him away. What will it take to keep you from Jesus, keep you from heeding his call? The simple excuse of a heart that is hard A reason that's nothing at all could listen to that a second time yeah whenever i doubt my musicianship i just think well i got to play with kirk whalem so <laughs> <laughs> i see what you mean kirk whalem welcome in the studio here oh man thank you it's uh, an honor and a pleasure you know when it's an honor it's not always a pleasure <laughs> uh, michael it, it, let's give our, our friend a proper introduction here um, well, Kirk Whalem, I don't know. He's kind of one of those people that doesn't really need to be need to be introduced. If you know anything about music, um, yeah. So let's just move on. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> what, I mean, you know, there's there's two guys I consider to be the greatest musicians I've ever known. Uh, one of them's Vance Taylor, who played with Earth, Wind, and Fire, and the other's Kirk Whalem. All right. So, but you have a story about this. guy. I do. Let me. Can I tell, can I tell yeah. a, a quick story on you, Kirk? Well, yeah, I'm, man. I'm, I'm just. I'm, I'm, I'm. You know. I'm grimacing. Okay. I'm. I'm. I'm going. I'm going to tell it anyway. So it's. It's. It's the way that he does worship services. So before the service, he takes these little slips of paper that have Bible verses on them, kind of scatters them through the crowd, and then the the service starts. He walks down the aisle with the saxophone on, and he touches you on the shoulder. You read that verse, and then he. All I can say is. 
he plays that verse uh-huh. on the saxophone, interpreting it, and and then segues into a hymn that everyone knows, and then we we all sing on to the next one, and huh? then we go on to the next verse. He did that for like a couple of hours, and I was with uh, George Guthrie, who's like one of the great Bible scholars of all time. George looks over at me and said. What just happened? <laughs> Kirk, Kirk, where does that come from? Where'd you get that idea? That's a good idea. I, I mean, question. I think really that, you know, I, I became convinced, that, uh, convicted at a certain point that music in some ways is a truer manifestation of, of, the, of this, this hesed that I later learned on, learned, you know, from my buddy. Michael, you know, this loving kindness, this grace, this tender mercy, um, you know, the the written word can come off sometimes, you know, strident, depending on who's interpreting it and, and, and who's listening, you know, because, mm. you know, people bring their own set of, of beliefs and sort of confusion and all of that, you know, to that moment. But the music can go in... Um, I always say that music can break and enter into a person's heart, <laughs> you know, yeah. and and it does all the time. Like like you don't really have any any defense mechanism, like any alarm system, you know, to to you know to keep music out. You know, you just it, it, people who are hearing uh, impaired that that they're the only ones who can say, well, yeah, you you can't get to me, but if you've got ears that are functioning well then music gets in there. Yeah. And the question is, you know, what does it do then? And and I would say that, you know, not just Christian music, but just music that God's hand is on goes in there and it doesn't take anything. It deposits something. Mm-hmm. Imagine if people broke in your house and left you some money. <laughs> you know? Doesn't happen very often, um, does it? <laughs> well, Socrates says, Socrates says, when the soul hears music, it lets down its best guard. Okay, so that that is a much more articulate way. Well, of no, it. that's exactly what you just said, though. Right? This music has this way in that nothing else has. Yeah, it's powerful. I I totally agree, man. Yeah. Huh. Well, so it, I do believe that you know when we when we allow ourselves to be open to the spirit, um, in in this not just interpreting but kind of manifesting what what the spirit would say to us, what yeah. Jesus would say to us. It not say through our 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 cognitive channels, you know, uh, that are so kind of distorted and messed up, but that, but just say directly to our hearts, and that is a big big topic, and it's not it's there's not a whole lot of research you can do on it, except that man, I, I think I just got a blessing. Yeah. You know? hmm. Hey, uh, Kirk, Michael has been playing some of your latest project here today, Humanite, and uh, boy, what an incredible album. Man, thank you. It's really different for me. Um, you, you're listening to my very selfish, um, you know, 60th birthday present to myself. Uh, and it, it was more or less me at 59 going, hmm, I'm about to be 60. And it seems like the last time I did one of these, you know, big, big, you know, moments, I was turning 40. And I said, it, it, it just happened Two weeks ago, it was I was turning forty. Yeah, you know? right. So, <laughs> yeah, right. it goes know? fast. So I, you know, and I said another two weeks, man. I'm going to be turning eighty if this happens. Again. <laughs> and, Somehow, you know, I think you'll so, still be playing that saxophone, though. Dude, I said, get moving. You <laughs> yeah. know, what is it that you had in mind when you learned Spanish? When you learned French? When you 
you know, initially, you know, traveling the world with Bob James, and you and and what 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 did you have in your mind that you thought you were done by the time you were sixty? And so, like, whatever that is, get it done. And so, United Pay is is kind of the answer to that question. Well, it's, it's an incredible community of musicians. I mean, I I couldn't I couldn't believe now. I just I downloaded it, so I didn't get all of the. All of the lyrics and and I really want to know which songs of these you wrote because there's one of them that sounds like you um, mm-hmm. to me. But I, I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out who wrote what. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm going to send you all that info uh, postpartum, <laughs> and uh, and also I'm going to send you the, 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 the physical CD. But but yeah, just to say I co-wrote a lot of this music. Okay. I wrote some of it, you know. But but the idea was to collaborate. Uh, both in the writing and performing, with 14 artists from eight countries. Wow! And we went to those countries to do the to to do the writing and and recording. And you know, I was in France, I was in Nigeria, Kenya, and South Africa, and Japan, and Indonesia, and on and on. And and even have an artist uh, from New Zealand, but she came to Memphis. But but yeah, we co-wrote, wow. and, and by the way, her song she wrote. But yeah, we 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 co-wrote a lot of this stuff. Man. Wow! So the one that sounds to me like you is "Peace." Did you write "Peace"? Oh, that's funny. So uh, that was that was robbery. Um, okay, I, I heard this song, <laughs> this 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 beautiful ballad that um, Grace Hedetian had written, mm-hmm. and just because I I heard her when I was at Java Jazz. Uh, festival, this huge festival in Jakarta, uh-huh. and I heard of her by accident. And she's a young artist. Um, it may have just touched me for profoundly, but an emerging artist. Like you know, her her fan loyal fan base is probably in Indonesia. At that point, it was probably you know four thousand people uh-huh. And man, um, I one I, I kept trying to write something for her, but I'm like, man, this song just speaks to me. And I, I said, what if we were to redo this song and make it kind of, <laughs> ah, okay. I, I was embarrassed to say it, but I said, what what if it's kind of a dance song? It's, it's like they could play it in a disco, in a yeah. club, yeah, but with the same message. And all in this, this section that says, you know, the peace comes over me um, and my words just fade away. I, I choose to dream forever. Like this is the impact that God had on her life. And she happens to have, been walking with God for a long time. A lot of the folks in these on these collaborations are, are not Christians. Uh-huh. You know, one is a Muslim, one is you know this and that. And but I thought this is a, a great way for me to share my faith and then learn from their faith tradition and just share the moment and let God do whatever God is going to do. Okay, well, surely you wrote "Everybody Ought to Be Free." That's you, right? I, I did write that one. Yeah. Okay. But. Um, Trying to think if that one. How about get your? Yeah, wi- I, wrote, I wrote that one. How about get your wings up? That's my favorite one. That is such a cool song. So yeah. that's the song by Andrea Lisa, who originally South African but grew up in New Zealand. Okay, that's her song. Like I, oh. I heard her on a cruise ship. And again, th- this is the story of humanity. Like the, the project, I encountered these young artists. Um, uh, you know, in one way or another, her I heard as I was performing on a cruise ship that she. And her band had been the house band for this, wow. for this 
cruise line. But they were performing that week because it was like there was 12 artists, jazz artists, on this cruise. It was a jazz um, cruise. Wow. And so she's like getting to hear some of her heroes. And apparently I was one of her heroes. Okay. And I'm like, I just don't get that. I mean, she's 24, <laughs> you know, and how does she even know who I am? And so that's, by the way, Michael, you know, concerning your music too, we're always shocked you know when we find out wow somebody in you know kenya or somewhere yeah. is, is loving this music that you're doing so yeah. that was the case and i and i heard i met her and eventually yeah she's in memphis hanging out with ruby and me and recording in my home studio wow. and i asked her if we could record her song uh get your wings up man fabulous. that's great song. fabulous yeah. well the album is humanity Humanité, yeah. Humanité, and it really is a, a global album. That, that's what struck me about it, and we love it. Um, I'm going to change gears because I know your home is Memphis, Kirk, and I know you grew up there, and I know that the legacy of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, really has impacted your life. Well, and part of the theme of Humanité is the beloved community. Yes, right, right. So they do come together. Absolutely, and I have to give credit to the filmmaker Jim Hainan, who some of if some of our folks would know from End of the Spear, it was a great, wow. uh, excellent yeah. movie. Yes, yeah. yeah, but Jim, Jim, just when he found out, I told him, "Hey, man, I'm, I'm doing this cool thing. I'm going." He said, "Okay, when are we leaving?" <laughs> Basically, uh-huh. and uh, so he documented the whole thing. But he was the one at the end of that all that traveling. We ended up in Memphis, and he's interviewing me now after we did this whole record. Yeah, and we're in Memphis, and we're celebrating just so happens, the 50th anniversary of the assassination of Martin King, you know, blocks from where we were. And and so I'm just giving my impressions about that and talking about it. And so he, he came back to me later when he went through the footage. He said, man, that's the name of, the, the new name of this documentary is Humanite, the, the Beloved Community. Oh. So he saw in the work that, that I do and that we're doing in making these um, not just collaborations, just life connections with these young artists from all these countries. He saw in their stories these parallels that led to this that Martin's dream of the of beloved community. Mm. Wow. What what is meant by the beloved community to you, Kirk? So so you know I can I can say that what I and sure Mike would, would um, agree with us that what Martin was speaking about, and by the way. He, the folks he had to convince, uh, well, a lot of them were white clergy. You know, those were the ones that were telling him, yeah, man, not not now. Uh, you yeah. know, we need to, you know, do this incrementally, blah, blah, blah. And and it just hurt him so bad, man. But 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 he he began to, to lift off into the stratosphere of the beloved community. It wasn't just this very important thing of civil rights for black people, people of color, it's now poor people of all stripes and in all cultures around the world. Yeah. And so then all of a sudden you're stepping on some toes because he's saying like, for instance, and this is remembers the 60s, he's like, what about the people of Vietnam? These poor people, why are we going over there killing them? I, I don't understand. You know, and so yeah. now all of a sudden he's in a political conundrum here at home because that war was making a lot of folks a lot of money, yeah. and and so and and thus some would say uh, his days were numbered uh, from that moment. So, mm-hmm. so so the beloved community has to do with people who are otherwise marginalized, um, 
you know, misunderstood, uh, oppressed uh, in, in all cultures. And, and that, that makes it a completely different thing. Mm. And this goes deep with you because of your Memphis roots. That, that's right, man. You know, I was only nine when he was killed, but, you know, I knew, I think instinctively that there was bigger than, okay, this is a great preacher who got killed or the, the leader of the civil rights. You know, it was bigger than, I knew that it was a spiritual battle, a huge spiritual battle that was lost that impacts all of creation, all of culture, writ large, mm. worldwide. I knew somehow, because otherwise, you know, why I couldn't sleep. I mean, I can remember just humming something to myself at night, trying to just get my mind off of it as a nine-year-old, trying to just go to sleep. But, yeah, it does impact me. Both my parents were active in the movement. Of course, my dad, as a black preacher, you were in the movement, (laughs) you know, whether or not you wanted to be. (laughs) And because of the black clergy, you know, pretty much, that's where a lot of the leadership came from, including Martin King. Yeah. So and thankful yeah, for you know, it. being yeah. uh, in Memphis is, is a big deal. And the celebration was incredible, uh, that 50 year celebration. Mm. Well, a lot of people don't know, uh, the, the spot where, where he was killed the Lorraine motel also has connection to music. It's right down the street from, uh, stacks, right? Yep. And that's where a lot of people, it was a black-only hotel, mm-hmm. and that's where a lot of people went to write music. Hmm. Yeah, it's, that's and right. you, you taught, you taught me right. all that. Well, yeah, Michael, you know, you're what we call the cognoscenti. Uh, <laughs> it's like, you know, some stuff that not a lot of people know. <laughs> and, and yeah, it was, it was, and by the way, it wasn't black-only. The, the idea is that when it's owned by black people, and, and pretty much in any circumstance, it's open to everyone, uh-huh. and that and that was the point, you know. That, ah, I didn't know that, that. You know what I mean? That they could be in that space uh, because remember the 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 house band for Stax Records, S T A X, for folks who want to look it up, uh, was an interracial band. It was two yeah. white guys and two black guys. Yeah. You know, Steve Cropper on guitar, Duck Dunn on guitar, you know, Booker T on the organ, etc. So, you know, the idea that they would go to this place, this hotel, because they, frankly, because it had a nice pool and they could hang out. Mm-hmm. But it didn't matter if it was black people and white people hanging out together. Now, but am I right that that after King was killed, that that stack sort of lost, that that kind of fell apart? Oh yes, sir. Yeah, it all went away, and um, and I mean, eventually, literally closed down. Wow. Um, and and they talk about, you know, Steve Cropper talks about how. You know, it's like you walk back in that place. And by the way, uh, also uh, Booker T just has a new record out, and he and he's been on on the circuit. You know, talking about this moment uh-huh. where you walk back into this place where race kind of existed in the best way. You know, yeah. people say, "Well, race doesn't exist." Well, no, it existed, but it existed in a way where, wow, I see what you bring to this yeah. moment, and I'm bringing this, and you appreciate what I'm bringing. So it's this beautiful uh, synergy. All of a sudden, that that was gone because the wow. magic of it was gone. Because now, all of a sudden, oh, geez, man, um, you know, white people, are, you know, responsible for this and but it, it was just, it was, it was not the same ever. Yeah, that's so sad. Kirk Whalem, Kirk, I got to tell you, uh, I've become a fan of your music through Michael's influence. Michael's the first one to ever mention you to me, and I, I'm so grateful for that. And just love what you've done with this new album too, Humanite. 
And I like Thank to you, I like to say Kirk's a he's a pretty good musician. He's a great brother. Yeah. He's Christ's man yeah. in, in his world, right? That yeah. that music world. So it, yeah, it's amazing. Fairly good musician, but you're <laughs> you're a great brother. <laughs> I, I would agree with that first part. And, uh, and it's, it's, it's interesting. I think it was it was uh, um, Winton Marsalis who, who once said that the music humbles you. Yes. Uh, like you don't have to worry about really if you dig into it and you see what's really there. Yep. Um, yep. Yeah, it, it takes care of the, yep. the, the humiliation yeah. part. Yeah, yeah. Well, you learn humility by being humiliated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, again, brother, thank you for joining us. And because of our conversation about uh, Dr. Martin Luther King, I thought it'd be appropriate to ask Michael to sing Heal Our Land here as we end our conversation. So, Kirk, yes. thank you. God bless you, man. Love you both. I'm so glad that you sang that song around the time when we observed Martin Luther King Day. And we had that conversation with Kirk around this time as well. Yeah, and, and it, it makes me think about Martin Luther King as a person who, uh, and he's not normally seen this way, unfortunately, but he was a person who was trying to heal, mm-hmm. uh, uh, trying to heal our land. And he was doing it, uh, every one of those rallies, every one of those marches began in a church with prayer. They'd always pray before they marched. And uh, I think it's taken decades, hasn't it, uh, for the effect to take place. But I I really do think we're making progress. A lot of people don't think we are. But uh, 
I think that healing process that King uh, longed for and gave his life for, mm-hmm. I think that's happening in our country. It was encouraging to me to hear today about the beloved community. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that's why Kurt made that uh, the theme of this Humanité um, uh, collection of songs, which is, and it's also a documentary. I've, I've uh, just found out uh, the 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 making of of the album uh, was uh, put into a documentary. But what holds those artists together and what holds those songs together is this same concept of uh, we've got to bring the community of faith together, and that's the only way we're ever going to heal this land. And um, again, I'm I'm more hopeful now than than I've ever been before, which you would think, given the current state of things, isn't it's not doesn't seem that hopeful. But um, I always fall back onto the theology that Denny Denson taught me, which was he's got the whole world in his hands, and that's a reason to hope. We're going to pause right there as we come to the halfway point of this session. It's so encouraging to see the notes that listeners like you send to us. Your notes on Facebook or email let us know that God is using this time to encourage and challenge us to get serious with our walk with Christ. We hope you'll post your thoughts on the Michael Card Music Facebook page or reach us directly where you can send your comments, song requests, or questions via email. Write to inthestudio at michaelcard.com. Again, inthestudio at michaelcard.com. What you're hearing is reflected in Michael's books, his music, and Bible conferences, and you can explore all that's waiting for you at michaelcard.com. Once again, michaelcard.com. Coming up, more of a classic session you won't want to miss after this message here in the studio with Michael Card. This month we're featuring a wonderful resource, Every Day with Jesus, put together by a wonderful pastor, Selwyn Hughes. Here's an example of the kind of content from the very first day's devotional. Selwyn Hughes writes, If God is not our primary focus, then everything else will soon get out of focus. And there's much more in the Every Day with Jesus Daily Bible. This special CSB Bible edition combines a variety of carefully selected daily scripture readings and devotional insights like you just heard from Michael. Look for this featured resource link to Every Day with Jesus Daily Bible on our podcast page at michaelcard.com. Check out the many formats available for this study tool and get the new 40% discount code on your CSB purchase through LifeWay. Invest the time and watch the way God's Word will come alive as you use this helpful daily devotional Bible. Get the link for Every Day with Jesus Daily Bible now on our podcast page at michaelcard.com. Michael, this next segment was recorded at the Mole End Studio several years ago. Let's uh, let's talk about who Denny Denson was for our many new friends. Well, Denny uh, was uh, my pastor. He was uh, one of the founders of the Empty Hands Fellowship. He was a remarkable uh, man who early in his uh, life had been uh, a Black Panther. Uh, he described himself as a man of violence. And uh, he said God took the, the garment of violence off of him and, and robed him with the garment of grace. And so Denny was mm, uh, a remarkable person. Yeah. Well, now let's go back and hear that conversation with the late Pastor Denny Denson. I've heard you say the gospel is reconciliation. It is. Talk about that. The gospel, is because what it does, it, uh, through, the, through the gift of Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. we, are, we are able to be reconciled back to God. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, that, that uh, relationship 
was fractured. Yeah. And it is Jesus Christ that, that reconciles us back to him. God was in Christ reconciling so, the world to himself. To himself, absolutely. Mm. Yes, sir. Mm. We're going to open to a passage of Scripture in a moment, Denny. But before we do that even, um, we've always had you here in the studio with us uh, from time to time and yes. introduce you as Pastor Denny Denson. Uh, things have been changing a bit for you recently. Yes, there have been some changes uh, in my life. Uh, I've, uh, I've retired from pastoring. Uh, you can't retire from preaching uh, because <laughs> preachers are born and not made. Uh, I don't the, care. You'll never stop preaching. Well, no. the, and the call, you don't retire from the call Calling. of God on your life. No. That's there. Yeah, no, it's there. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, uh, I've, I've retired uh, mm. uh, after uh, 15 years, at the, almost 16 years. Uh, I've had some health problems. Uh, I had some stents put in my heart and all of that. But uh, doesn't God, seem to slow you down, though. No, I'll God, God, that. Well, God has I, been faithful. A little story. This little window into Denny's, Denny's uh, heart. He, he calls me on the phone. Uh, just We're just talking away. He goes, oh, yeah, by the way, I'm in the emergency room. Okay, He's had a heart attack. He said, do you think I should call uh, Leela, <laughs> his wife? I said, yeah, I think it'd probably be a pretty good yeah, idea not, to give her a not call. Not a bad idea. <laughs> but, 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 you know, through, through it all, God has been faithful. Uh, uh, he has uh, uh, sustained me. Uh, and uh, I feel uh, as good now as I've ever felt. Uh, and uh, But it's all because of the grace of God. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Uh, even though you retired from the church, yes, you've not retired from life. I mean, you're, I, no, you're, you're I've, reti- like, I've retired from the pulpit, the not pulpit. the church. Yeah, the yeah, church. There you go. The church. That's right. Okay, all That's right. Good. But you found something else that you feel God is also calling you to well, do. Well, yes. Uh, for uh, for years, I have I have been an advocate for the poor, the disenfranchised, and and uh, and I could not by pastoring, I could not uh, do that full time. So it was done, you know, sporadically. Uh, but since I've retired. Uh, I'm an advocate in the court for the poor. Uh, I'm, that's my calling. That's my mission. And uh, I don't know what uh, drove me to it, but I mm. thought about going. I, I'm now in school uh, for paralegal. And oh, back to school. Back, Imagine that. Yeah, at, at 66. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what, it, what it has done, it has whet my appetite for the law. You have an office, actually, with a, with a lawyer in downtown Franklin. Yes, uh, a, a dear brother in the faith, yeah. Julian Bibb, uh, mm. his... Uh, uh, law firm gave me some space at his office, yeah. and I, I thank God for that. I can't get over. I mean, you, the, the bizarre way. I mean, God is bizarre. He's all these things, but one of the things He is, He's bizarre. Yes. And the the thought of of you know where where you came from, because at a time you know you described yourself as a man of violence, right? And that now uh, and the court, you know, you were no friend of the court for most of your and enemy, growing up years. Uh, uh, the court to me was a place where. The disenfranchised uh, get railroaded, yeah. and I wasn't too far wrong about that no. because even now, and I've I've learned that, uh, in, you know, by being able to do it full time now, it does not matter who you are, mm-hmm. but if you are economically deprived, uh, no matter what your background, no matter what your ethnic uh, persuasion uh, group is, you know, it doesn't matter. You know, if you if you don't have a good lawyer, you get railroaded. That's right. In in the court, uh, mm-hmm. justice is not uh, the our justice system. Uh, and understand this, it's the best in the world, mm-hmm. but it's got a lot of kinks. It in needs it. fixing. Yes, yeah, it needs very fixing. much. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And prayer is the only thing that can fix it. Yeah, yeah. and the, yeah, and the presence of people like you. You know, making a difference. Yes. And I know, you know, there, most of the judges uh, that, you know, I know anything about, if Denny Denson stands up with someone, <laughs> you know, you have so, you've had so many people released into your custody because they trust you. Well, uh, well, you know, Franklin, uh, and this is what relationships is about, yeah. uh, because uh, 
Judge Hellman uh-huh. come came out of the Empty Hands Empty Fellowship. Hands, yeah. Jeff Bivens, uh, an Empty Hander. Uh, uh, Robbie Beal, uh, he's a man of God. So and 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 it it is through the relationships, uh, mm-hmm. through uh, because I've been reconciled to God, mm-hmm. and it, and He has allowed these relationships to develop, uh, mm-hmm. and so God has uh, fixed it so, uh, uh, made it so, that these people. Uh, you know, they, they respect what God is doing. We actually had a, a, a kid who burned a cross in someone's front yard, and after his mandatory time was up, he was released uh, to Denny. Amazing. Right. Yeah, and I, I asked Denny, what are we going to do with this guy? And, uh, you know, because I, w- I was fa- fairly skeptical about it, and Denny said, well, I don't know about you, but I'm going to be up around his neck loving on him. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, you know, and, and, uh, and, and that's what it takes, yeah. you know. Uh, and you know, and I know we should be talking about uh, reconciling, but that's what we are. That's what we but, are talking but, about. But, but the thing of it is, is that that uh, there, and and I tell people, I, I'm not here to stop criminals from going to jail. Mm-hmm. I do, I do feel that there should be punishment for crime, even the the nonviolent uh, uh, criminals. I, I think that they too should be punished mm-hmm. but I think there should be an alternative uh, to sending them to to the penitentiary yeah. you know because once you once you get in the system uh, in, in these United States it's hard to get out of well you, know, you want that, to be restorative don't you yes well, but that's the gospel what does Jesus do but give us an alternative right right he he refuses to let our sin dictate our relationship with God and right. he says we all be cooked. hey yeah <laughs> yeah do you deserve time yeah do you deserve do we deserve to go to jail absolutely and yes. Jesus steps in and says hey I, I'm going to reconcile you, right? And and, and you know, I, I think you you had uh, uh, the people from the rescue mission here mm-hmm. before, and they they run a Christian rehab uh, mm-hmm. rehabilitation, and I've I've got connections with them, and they do a tremendous job yeah. uh, on the brothers that are sent there, and I let all of the uh, uh, people that I'm the clients that are the brothers that are sisters that I'm affiliated with uh, that come to me, I tell them, you know. Uh, uh, this thing is done on a Christian. If you can't deal with Christ, mm-hmm. you know, if mm-hmm. you don't want to hear Christ being spoken, then you have to go some other place. Mm-hmm. Because the only way you can be re- restored, the only way you can be reconciled, the only way can you, you can be delivered is, is through is through Christ. Yes, sir. Well, we've got Pastor Denny here, who's mm-hmm. a paralegal student mm-hmm. and he's also a, a singer and we're oh, not going to yeah. let him get out of the studio without singing today <laughs> yeah. but let's go to the text and ephesians chapter two is where you want us to land today right denny yes can i read it yes you can i love to read the bible for christ this is a ephesians uh 2 14 through 18 for christ himself has brought peace to us he united Jews and Gentiles into one people when in his own body on the cross he broke down the wall of hostility that separated us. He did this by ending the system of law with its commandments and regulations. He made peace between Jews and Gentiles by, by creating in himself one new people from the two groups. Together as one body, Christ reconciled both groups to God by means of his death on the cross, and mm-hmm. our hostility toward each other was put to death. Mm-hmm. Wow, the end of hostility, not just the end of sin, but the, the, the yeah. death of hostility. hostility. I've never thought of that. Yeah. Right. And you can put any two groups there, right? Right. Danny? Yes. Uh, and, and, you know, yeah. God has taken two people group that, that was enemies. Mm-hmm. 
and, and he has brought them together. And it didn't say bring them together that they might stay as they are, but mm-hmm. to make them one people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one body. So, so, so we, all, we all become one in Christ. Yeah. And then the question that keeps going through my mind, in fact, I'm trying to write a song on it now, is this idea of, is Jesus not enough for us to be one? Is that, you know, if that's not enough that we become what one. What, it, what happens is, is that, that Jesus is enough. But what happens is is that we we tend to hang on to traditions. Mm. We want to bring traditions into yep. in, into the relationship yep. with Christ, and and he he's saying you can't do that. Yeah, I, I'm enough. You you, you know, and, and so so it it is our traditions that 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 hindered us yeah. from coming together. Uh, that that uh, the passage where Jesus and the disciples are walking through the grain fields and they rub the grain and they're eating and it's the Sabbath and right. the Pharisees say you shouldn't be doing that. I, I'm what you what you were just saying. Uh, I'm seeing that passage in a whole new light when Jesus says, "The Son of Man is Lord of the Sabbath." Right. And I'm translating that Jesus is Lord over your orthodoxy. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. even I mean the traditions you bring in, if they're right or right. wrong. Right. Jesus is Lord over that. So right. Sabbath, hey, guess what? I'm Lord over that. Right. Yeah. So He can reconcile. And I think I've said this before. I I, I understand the the longer I I stay in relationships, mm. uh, the longer uh, I I uh, surrender myself. The more I surrender myself to, mm-hmm. to the Lord the more I really began to understand because I, I, I told uh, a brother on Wednesday at the Empty Hands Fellowship and we were talking about, this was his first time there. Mm-hmm. He was an African-American brother, his first time there. And so I was telling him about the relationships and I said, you know, I said, God has a way of doing things. I mm-hmm. said, because from my, and I stated about my background, I said, but what God has done, he's taken and removed my mm-hmm. African American friends as close friends, mm-hmm. and all all of my close friends uh, 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 of the majority people group, mm-hmm. you know, and and and, it, and it's amazing, you know, and, mm-hmm. and and what God can do, but, but you have to surrender to Him. You you cannot. Uh, I think that there used to be a thing you can't fight the feeling, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't fight it, you yeah, know. Yeah. Uh, and, and 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 what happens is that when you when when God call you to reconciliation, when He call you to become one in Him, mm-hmm. you can't worry about what people say. It reminds me of Paul. Think yes. about someone who's there's no one who's more Jewish yes. and Orthodox than Paul, right. and he ends up who are all his best friends? Yeah, yeah. Right. Gentiles. Gentiles. Yes, <laughs> just like well, God. It was Paul who wrote this. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and 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 uh, it's just amazing. Mm. Uh, you know what? You know where would the church be mm. now? If if we would apply this, if mm. we would allow the Lord to to pull us together, yeah. I'm so glad you mentioned the surrender there, Denny, because mm. it'd be possible to read this and kind of look at it and say, "Well, that's nice. I'm glad that that happens. That's not enough. It no. it needs to happen to us, yeah, and, it, yeah. and yes. through us, yes. doesn't yes. it? Yes. Yeah. And and I'm a, I'm a a witness that it has to happen uh, because here, and I think I mentioned this uh, on a broadcast once before. I am, uh, you know, preaching the gospel, but still had some animosity mm-hmm. in my heart until the Holy Spirit starts to convict. Mm-hmm. And I could have fought it, and but I, I but I, I, the Lord broke me, and I just said, Lord, you know, whatever yeah. it takes, this is what I want you yeah. to do. Yeah, I remember one of the first, one of our early meetings, empty hands, and there was a new guy there, and who was uh, uh, real nervous, and he uh, he was from the majority racial group. <laughs> 
And he said, you know, I don't think Denny likes me very much. And I think Rolly said, he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> but, but uh, you know, I, I thank God that he doesn't he didn't give out justice. Yeah. It is grace yeah. that he gives us. And, and he doesn't and, leave us where we are. Right. And, and, I, and, I, I, and I told a brother the other day, and, and, and uh, this is a, 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 a brother that's part of the majority people group. He, he was saying, you know, I just can't understand how, you know, my brothers don't get him. And I said, hold it, hold it, hold it. You know, I said, you can't do that. He goes, mm-hmm. why? I said, you, you've got to be as patient mm-hmm. and tolerant with other people as God has been with you. Wow. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I, I'm learning that. So, so when someone approached me in, in, in a manner that's not acceptable, mm-hmm. rather than going off now, you know, like I used to. The old Denny. Oh, Denny, yeah. <laughs> the, 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 the new Denny looks at him and said, I understand where you are. Yeah. No problem. And God puts us in community so we can work these things out, too. Yes. I don't think Paul is describing something that happens no, with a wave no, of some no. sort of magic wand. No. It's 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 tough. Because no. I remember we were together, empty hands, we were together maybe three or four years, and, and, and it, we were past the patting each other on the backstage, and we hit this point where we realized, you know, there's a lot of stuff about each other we don't like. Right. But we're not going anywhere. Well, well, well you know, see, the thing, the thing that happens is that, you know, we must, and 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 I I know we are a long ways from mm. being like Christ, mm. but He's our model. You know, there's a lot of things about us, even now, even though we've accepted Christ as our Lord and Savior, that that He doesn't He oh, doesn't yeah. turn us away. You know, He He continue to work on us, mm. and this is what we must do with other people. Mm. You know, and 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 this is this is what relationships about. Relationships is about if I. You being my, my friend and, and brother, I, I can, I can error, mm-hmm. and I'm not worried about you kicking me Mm-mm. to the curb. No, in fact, I like you more when you mess up. Yeah. that's mm-hmm. the gospel. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm your friend, right or wrong, but I'm your friend especially when you're wrong. Right, because I ne- I need some help. Absolutely, yeah. that's the kind of friendship I need. Look at uh, verse 18 here in Ephesians 2. Now all of us, both Jews and Gentiles, and again, you can put in any two people groups there yes. that you want, right? Yeah, any, yes. Anybody who's at enmity with someone else right. uh, may come to the Father through the same Holy the Spirit, Spirit Yes, because what Christ has done. Done in us, yes. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, you know, and, and that is the key to the puzzle. That's mm-hmm. the key to being reconciled. I look at the church today, I, I wonder... And and I and I know I'm a long ways from being what I ought to be, but I wonder the heart of God. How does it feel mm-hmm. when He looked at us? You know, as His children being purchased uh, with the blood of His Son, and and, and there there's some people that that truly love the Lord, mm-hmm. but yet have n- not able to reconcile with other people group. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and and I don't think the Lord is coming back until the church itself is totally reconciled. Mm. Are we living up to what he's done for us? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we need to pray about this matter of reconciliation mm-hmm. here today, and we're going to save time to do that. But, Michael, I want you to pick up that banjo off okay. the floor there, if you would, your favorite <laughs> instrument. Uh, Danny, we gave you a fair warning about this, you know. Well, it didn't, it didn't help any. <laughs> okay. Not, right. not being a, not this, this song you're going to sing, your mother used to sing this song, y- Yes, right? well, you know, uh, my mother was a, a God-fearing woman. She loved the Lord. Uh, and uh, this was her, her song. She... She walked through the house all the time singing. And, and, you know, as a little kid, you know, mom didn't have the best voice in the world. And I'd go, <laughs> boy, I really, I really wish she'd be, be quiet. But, I, but I'm just so grateful to God that he, uh, he has allowed us to, you know, and every time I sing this song, I can't help but think about her. Yeah. Walk with me, Lord, but walk with me. 
walk with me, Lord, God, walk with me. While I'm on this old tedious journey, I want Jesus to walk with me. Be my friend, Lord, be my friend. Be my friend, Lord, God, be my friend. While I'm on this old tedious journey, Jesus to walk with me. Hold my hand, Lord, hold my hand. Hold my hand, Lord, hold my hand. While I'm on this old tedious journey, I want Jesus to walk with me. All right, thanks to both of you. And your mother would go on to sing verse after verse, right? Oh, yes, right? Uh, yes. Verse, uh, there, there are about eight, ten verses on there. <laughs> she probably made some up once yeah, in a while. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like uh, singing that maybe her son, Lord, help him that he might get saved. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I think her yeah. prayers are... Oh, yes, and I thank God Why you're here. I, I know yeah. there are prayers that are... My grandfather prayed me into the kingdom, so... Yes. So even yeah. though you gave her some cause for concern, she didn't worry about you in the sense that she turned you over to the Lord? Didn't? No, well, you know, my mom told me, you know, she said, uh, she said, I'm not even worried about you. She said, hmm. I'm turning you over in, into the hands of the Lord. Hmm. And it, it was some time, but uh, that it, it took time for it to take place, but hmm. it did take place. And I thank God for hmm. his patience. Hmm. Yes. Well, Monday will be Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Day, and we've talked about the Ministry of Reconciliation here today. Can we just uh, kind of end our conversation in prayer? Uh, and pray about what we've talked about. Would that be a good idea, man? Sure. I think yes. so. All right. <clears throat> Ask both of you to pray. That'd be great if you would. You want me to start? Yeah. Eternal God, our Father, we do thank you for the spirit of reconciliation. Uh, we are so grateful that uh, because of the gift of your Son, Jesus Christ, it is through his blood that we have been reconciled to you that we have been reconciled to you. And by being reconciled to you, we're able to be reconciled with each other. Mm. We thank you, God, that we're not where we used to be and you're still working on us. Mm. And Lord, so we we surrender to you that you will continue to work on us, that we will be the men of God as one, as you've called us to be. And Lord, we thank you, we praise you, and we lift your holy name. Mm. Amen. Mm. Lord Jesus, we thank you for the the price that you paid that we could be reconciled. We praise you for that, for uh, for uh, the becoming uh, one with us and and entering uh, in community and and putting up with uh, men and women who didn't want to be reconciled. Who you heard um, Jews and Gentiles arguing and and Pharisees, religious and and non-religious people. You you entered into that. And that, um, for that, Lord, I thank you, uh, coming into flesh and dealing, mm. dealing with it. So I pray that uh, you would help us to look at your life and and see uh, the kind of patience that Denny was talking about. How patient you were mm. uh, with with the disciples and others, and make us like that, and help us to see the miracles that you're doing uh, in in reconciling and bringing us together and 
and uh, men who would have never otherwise would have never been together how you're knitting their hearts together what a what a great miracle jesus we we praise you for that Christ revealed himself to me Enslaved my soul and set me free I was bound to him at Calvary And found a better freedom That soul who suffered in the dark Has purchased and unchained my heart A shining slavery did impart To find a better freedom a better freedom can't be found By those unwilling to be bound A better freedom is not known By those whose hearts will not be owned And those who follow find A better freedom We never can be truly free Till we're bound to this community the Incarnation lets us see A path to a better freedom A slave to sin my life before Was bolted like a prison door But in slavery to the risen Lord I found a better freedom A better freedom can't be found By those unwilling to be bound a better freedom is not known By those whose hearts will not be owned And those who follow find a better freedom Follow him and find a better freedom Come to him and find a better freedom Fitting song from Michael that wraps up this session in the studio with Michael Card. If this time together has been valuable for you, please take a moment and pass along your comments to us. Share the link with a friend or post a review of this podcast. You can send your comments, song requests, or questions to us when you write in the studio at michaelcard.com or post your reaction and interact with other listeners on the Michael Card Music Facebook page. We're excited about the partnership with our sponsors at the Christian Standard Bible. Our featured resource this month is the unique Bible edition called Every Day with Jesus Daily Bible by beloved Welsh pastor Selwyn Hughes. In this special CSB Bible edition compiled by Pastor Hughes, you'll find a variety of carefully selected daily Old and New Testament readings and devotional insights. Invest the time and watch the way God's Word will come alive throughout the year. When you visit our podcast page at michaelcard.com, Look for the link to this featured resource. See all the formats for this powerful study tool and get all the ordering details, including the new 40% discount code for your CSB purchase through LifeWay. Again, find the link to Every Day with Jesus Daily Bible available now on the podcast page at michaelcard.com. For our team, Ron Davis, Susan Sermon, Lance Mansfield, and our producer, Joe Carlson, I'm Wayne Shepard. Thanks for listening to this edition of In the Studio with Michael Card.